Hi guys, this is Transition Podcast and this is your host again, Norma, and this is episode 4, still season 4. And I've titled this episode, What is Hard? The Reality of Adulting. And I'm not alone, I have another co-host with me and we get into some really, really deep and I believe helpful conversation about this. So without further ado, let's chat, people. Hey. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. How far? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. Okay, welcome to Transition it's good to be here. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of transition. That's good. Okay. So, uh, will you introduce yourself or you want me to introduce you before we get into our topic today? I think you introduce me so I know what we're introducing here. <laughs> okay. Let's okay. All right. Okay. So, we have on Transition Pod. Cast. A fellow podcaster, I should say. Um, the name of your podcast, say it. It's just a, it's just the Zoom to Equip podcast. Yes, I wanted to be sure it's Zoom to Equip podcast. Okay, so he's a fellow podcaster. He's a family man, husband, father, pastor in the making. Um. Uh, some to a quay on Transition Podcast. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. Um, <laughs> I don't know why we put all that out. It felt heavy. It felt heavier. <laughs> well, you're, we- you're wearing those shoes. You're wearing those shoes. It's not felt heavier. You know, hearing someone else say the things you are, it's a. Uh... <laughs> It sort of it sort of brings a different perspective to it. Yeah, thank God for everything. Yeah, yeah, and a career executive. I forgot to mention that one. He's a career executive. Okay, so um, so today, like we discussed before I started, um, today we're going to be looking at adulting okay so i've titled today's um episode what is hard and then the reality of adulting and um, i think it's sort of like so i have this series like i do on transition podcast called tales from the web where i just pick you know different stories and then talk about it so this is going to be like a new series as well maybe like once or twice in a particular season we touch on like what is hard so like the reality of marriage what is hard the reality of dating what is hard the reality of career or you know being a business owner those kind of things so the first one is um what we're going to talk about today which is the reality of adulting and the funniest thing was since this topic came into my heart to do everywhere I go online, like somebody is talking about this. Like, I don't even know, I don't even know whether it's a good thing or it's like 
it now looks like are you just joining bandwagon because I, nope i didn't see anything about it online but within this period the past like few days i've just been seeing it everywhere like on youtube there's a video mm. about it you know so i mean i don't know it, it could be a good thing maybe it just means that it's a good you know uh topic that people are actually like interested in i guess so that's what we're going to be talking today so first of all i'll ask you what was adulting? When was the first time you heard that word, adulting? If I'm being honest, the first time I heard that word, adulting, was probably in memes and um, social media in circles. Memes, okay. memes. Okay, and, yeah. um, social media circles. I wouldn't say I'd heard that term prior to, to that, prior to the advent or the growth of the boom of social media. I just, mm. I, I think... Um, Adulting for for me was just being a man, right? A passage. So it was something mm. that we always knew was going to happen. So we didn't necessarily tag it as as um, a new phase in life. If I can say that, mm. just sort of grew into it. That when we realized, oh, I'm paying my own fuel for my car, or oh, I'm paying my yeah. own phone credit. So it wasn't mm. it wasn't the way it is now where people are talking about it like a like a proper phase in life. We talked mm. about some of the topics we are going to be addressing, like marriage. It's almost now given an institution of its own. Like we're talking about yeah. adulthood and adulthood. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. I think the first time I came came across um, adulthood was like, I think it was a movie, that a UK movie called Adulthood. Or okay. Adulthood, something like that. That's yeah. the first time this kind of words came to me but yeah mm. i would say it was really when social media started to um, penetrate and um, grow that i really started hearing adulting and things like that but i was hearing it more as jokes rather than what we are seeing now like almost akin to mental condition and stress and a negative yeah. um situation yeah, yeah. For me, I was I, I first heard the word adulting on a reality, uh, one of these reality TV shows on E, those ones that never make it past the first season, you know, and was one mm. of the lead ladies that was just like, oh, I, I, I hate adulting or something like that. That was the first, first time I heard it. And then obviously, like you said, as time went on, social media, you know, it became this initially it was like just like a buzzword type of thing like a word that had meaning but at the same time didn't have meaning as mm. well um but the interesting thing okay so i was saying the, so birthday was a few days ago and um it's so weird because i was saying to myself that it's funny now i know that really you don't don't judge a social media post by a social media post so the night before my birthday I wanted to throw it back a little in, in music. So I started listening to Backstreet Boys, Never Gone. That was, you know. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. it got to that song. Um, I can't remember the name of the song, but that song that says, Who are you now? Are you still the same? And I just started crying. Yeah, I just mm -hmm. just that question of who are you now, mm -hmm. and <laughs> it just it it just broke my heart because I was remembering myself at the time when that album came out. You know, mm -hmm. very you know they say they green behind the ears or wet behind the ears. Like you just have all these big lofty dreams of how everything. 
you know, just be easy. And, you know, you get your first job and you, you know, everything's just going to be like, pa, 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 like very unrealistic. But, you know, you're just building this castle in the sky. And, you know, you fast forward to where I was as of, you know, that night before my birthday. And I was like, you know, yeah, good things have happened, but a number of them have happened alongside a number of difficult, you know, turns as well, you know. So I was mm-hmm. saying that because so I, on my birthday, so I put the picture on Instagram and I was just saying to myself, like, this is so funny because nobody will look at that picture and believe that last night this person who is pouting was actually crying <laughs> it's a backstreet boy song you know but i think that's it for me i think that's one of the things about um adulting is like a number of realities that you have to the reality when when you, sometimes you sacrifice your dream for what the reality is do you anything for you where you feel like you know like you had to, there are certain dreams you've had and then you feel like at this point you've realized you have to put those dreams aside because of the reality of where you are now or are you still, are you still holding on to anything regardless of how time has passed? So, you know me, not, I mean, I'm naturally a very optimistic kind of person. I'm, yeah. I'm more like um, always trying to look right side so always trying to see good in not in a naive way but i really don't like to let negativity sit for too long because i know i have the tendency to go that so yeah let's be let's be honest right um you need to sacrifice some things for the greater good you know some people call it delayed gratification and um Sometimes it feels like when I hear adulting, it's just like a whiny baby based selfish and talking about me, 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 me. I get it. Sometimes you need to think about yourself. Most times you need to think about yourself. Where I'm getting to, where I'm trying to get to is you still have to understand that in life is a bit of give and a bit of take. So you need to be willing to give up some things, right? You need to be able to, to able to be okay with giving up some things for the greater good. It's not like you're going to totally discount your dreams and discount your desires. But let me borrow from what Jake said. He was talking to his son one day, and his son was saying to him, what if this is not the thing? This thing I'm giving my attention to, this thing I feel is my dream, my calling, is not the thing. You know, that area of uncertainty. And Jake said he looked at him without breaking eye contact and said it could be the thing that leads to the thing. So... We need to always be aware that um, we can't see the future. No one is clever, no matter how much of these movies and how much of experience you have. We're not clever, so we have to be willing. It's, it's, it's easier said than done. But we have to be willing to be able to sacrifice some things now, understanding that in the future it can lead to great gain. Um, so to bring it back, I there are things right now I wish I could do. But I know it's no longer the right time. I think Joyce Mayer said it the best. She said, you can do everything, but not all at once and not all at the same time. And that's the truth. You can do everything in life and mm. now get a bit spiritual and it will not be considered sin, but you can't do it all at the same time or all in the same season. Right? Let's use a very common one that people always like to use. Uh, you want to have sex. That's fine. Sex is not a sin. But sex in the season where it should be had, you know, or the season yeah. where it shouldn't be, 
Sorry, that's when you come. Yeah. Exactly. So, so for me, it's a thing where as you as you grow, you have to learn that some things have to be delayed. It's not like you're mm-hmm. you're not going to go after them, but some things just have to be delayed. You just have to yeah. put a reminder or a pin to always go back to those things oh, and delay, and and then kind of like try to fulfill them. You know, that's why you yeah. see people in their forties or fifties traveling the world and stuff, and you're yeah. like, yeah. Dream like maybe admiring or dreaming. There are things they had to delay, or there are things they went through in the past that caused a delay. One of one of such popular people right now, forgive me for going on and on, but one of such popular people right now is Steve Harvey. He takes mm. every opportunity to talk about his his humble beginnings. And look at mm. him now, every day in Dubai or somewhere else and places like that. But it's because at some point in his life, whether it was a forced delay by God, whether it was a self-taught delay by by revelation, he had to mm. delay some things. Now he's reaping, he's reaping the benefits. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think you know you said something that I really like, and that's where you said about the TD Jake story about the thing can lead to the the thing, and it was the exact thought I had even before yeah. I came. You know, we came to do this because I was just thinking like there are some times, especially oh. as an you know, one of the things for me, let me speak for myself, in the adulting that can make it really hard is this thing you just said about delayed gratification. Because a lot of times we just, I don't know that it's even adulting or just human nature. We just want it now because as children, for most of the time, we were able to, like once a baby cries, you know, you give the baby bottle. Once a baby, you know, is fussing, you just, you know, you do something, you know. So being an adult is learning how to, Wait or learning how to steward over certain things, even when it's not oh, yet taken, you know, forming in that way that you want it to form, just like you know, you're at it. Like, um, this earlier today, I was watching um, this lady, and I think you like her, um, Stephanie Ike, um, that does um, preaching with uh, Sarah Jakes Roberts for their church or so. And um, I was just watching, you know, some of her videos. And I was just thinking to myself that there was actually a time that nobody knew who this person was. And there was a thing that led to a thing that brought her, you know, into now this limelight where she preaches. And you have so many YouTube videos of her sermons and stuff. And it's just that thing of, learning that once as an adult you have to really like you have to chill you have to like steward over things as uncomfortable as it is you learn that you have to wait and i think that that is one of the things that makes you just want everything now but then you're now learning that it's all about you know wait you know yeah so i think i think i think we sort of um, stumbled onto, I won't call an answer, but mm. maybe something that people should ponder on that dealing with mm. adults. It could just be, are we being a bit selfish at the time? Are we being mm. a bit um, self-centered and narcissistic and just, you know, mm. thinking about what we need now? Because um, those articles you sent me really, they bummed me out, I'll be honest. Those are all those articles were just, <laughs> were just <laughs> with negativity. You know, but yeah, yeah it's. I'm, I'm not saying. I'm. I'm not trying to in any way um, sound derogatory on to the to to the articles or the writers to come across that way. But what I was trying yeah. to say is, I think when I was reading it, I just thought that these people, honestly, are just thinking about them. You know, 
And it could also be because they don't have a good support system around them and people who actually cater to them. I'm not talking in terms yeah. of um, yes men, but people who also like family, a loving family yeah. or a mm. loving church group or a loving community. And so they mm. only have to fend for themselves. And the danger for the danger that comes from, from feeling isolated and alone is this adulting thing because you don't have any help or any support. And so yeah. you feel just you against the world. Um, but I've read it in countless places, so I can't attribute it to one person. If you ever feel overwhelmed, look for someone to do something to you. Because I'm mm. speaking for myself. I think times when I feel being a father or being a husband or being a, uh, an employee is too hard. Whenever I yeah. take myself out of that space and do something in service to another person, maybe speak up for a junior colleague or encourage a junior colleague and tell them how well he's doing and like mm. encouraging encourage him in an email or bring him into an email and make him the center figure so that people will, like give him some respect and some form mm. of uh, you understand, some form of tribute. Yeah. I always yeah. feel much better. I no longer mm. complain about how, oh, I have deadlines and how, yeah, how I still the have yeah. 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 You know, so when I read all those articles, if I could say to anybody going through adulting um, or going through those emotions, and again, I'm in nowhere trying to mitigate it or say it doesn't matter. Mm. One of the one of the fixes uh, I would try to um, advise them to consider would be doing stuff regularly for other people. And mm. so I'm not trying to sound altruistic here because there's also some selfish feedback you get because when you do something good for someone, you sort of feel good yourself, you know? Yeah. So yeah, you stumbled on that, or you kind of stumbled on that because everything we were saying had to do with how people are focused on themselves and you need to sacrifice and delay some things so that you can help others who have come into your space. Because part of the adulting yeah. thing that is stressful for people is being responsible for other people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yes, because once upon a time, it was just you caring for you, and then all of a sudden, or no, it wasn't even just you caring for you, it's like other people caring for you, actually, and then all of a sudden, you're caring for you yourself. And caring. Yeah, you have to do the caring. Um, well, ask a question. Um, yeah. You mentioned something earlier that I just remembered now, when you talked about, um, when you were talking about the effect the Backstreet Boys song had on you, mm. and how it took you back where you are building castles in the sky. Yeah. And I thought to myself, should we then be discouraging people from thinking of great ambitions and thinking of doing awesome, amazing things? Uh, because yeah. some of them might actually achieve that, you know? Because it, it just felt yeah, like exactly. if you stop doing it, like to tell people, come at 16, you're not going to be able to achieve all this. And at the end of the day, you know, it, it just seems very cynical. Yeah. Yeah, very morbid. I think I think like one of the articles that I read that I sent to you, one of the things the um, therapist had you know written in her article where she said that you won't be Beyonce, and she was trying to say like not everybody would will blow like they say in Nigeria, you know. But yeah. I think the problem again for me I find is that you know yes it's good to tell your children or you know younger people like you can be anything, you can do anything, and but if that in itself, if it's not well managed, it can create a, an identity 
because if every I've been told that I can be anything, I can get anything, I can have anything, and then I'm going through without so anybody really being realistic to say, yeah, there may be challenges, but you have to keep at it. Like you find that when you're not really being realistic with what you you might be up against you get even more frustrated because it's like everybody told me I'm great and everybody told me I can be anything and I can have anything. And then all of a sudden I'm looking for job. I've been out of work for five years. I've, you know, I've, I've not married. I'm not this. And it starts creating all this. Then who am I? Because if I am great, then why am I not, you know, having this easy and why am I not have, and it starts creating all this, I feel like identity crisis thing. So yet in my own opinion, I feel Yes, it is good to believe, you know, the best in like possible, the best possible outcome, but also balancing it with, yes, you're going to have some challenges. And I think for me, that was one of being that just is very idealistic. I never really take into account, you know, that there can be some bumpiness on this road, Mm. you know, so I think, yes, be be open to the possibilities but also know that number one it can be a bumpy journey you know um and then number two the way you blow quote unquote and the way the other person blow is is not the same thing like success does not always look the same and i think one of the things is that most times we look at we expect success to be the same across board for everybody and that's the thing with social media so because we look at for example Beyonce and everybody thinks this is what success is everybody is you know regardless of where you are in your life you're like until Beyonce, until my life is exactly what Beyonce's life is looking like I not you know successful and then it starts creating depression and anxiety or you start looking for you know shortcuts to get to that road you know real quick you know so i just i just feel like adulting sort of like wakes you up to the reality that everybody has their journey and there's success will not always look the same way i don't know do you agree with me or you think different I agree that that is part that's part of adulting, coming to terms with reality and being prepared for that reality. When you were talking, I was asking. Well, I started asking myself a question: If we want to then go into sort of breaking down um, how you realize, breaking down the steps of maybe the closer you get into that adulting phase, you know, where does it begin? Does adulting begin once you're leaving you? University and if that is when it does begin, should there should there be classes or some form of seminars to get people ready? And I feel they already are. I think yeah. adulting is almost individualistic. It's almost personal yeah. in terms of how it gets to the person. Um, yeah. Certain people won't express adulting, like you just mentioned, because maybe their family has more wealth than others, or maybe their maturity, their growth, their maturity. Um, growth is different from others. So people so yeah. experience adulting at different levels. Some people start, start, certainly enough, start adulting even before they were teenagers due to certain mm. situations in their homes. So yeah, so yeah I, I'm saying all this to agree with you that uh, not all fingers aren't the same. And so entering into that phase of adulting for everybody is different. 
Um, it's just how then do we manage it? How then do we sort of create a, uh, uh, for lack of a better word, create like a purgatory or a or a, an interlude between you're about to exit that eases people into it, right? Yeah, I, is there a way that we can do that? Is there a process of doing that? And and should it then be be a socially conscious thing by uh, that is carried out by companies, carried out mm. by certain institutions, so yeah. that it can be fast to realize? Uh, because the articles you sent drew straight lines between adulting and depression, uh, mm-hmm. drug abuse, uh, different things. So. We can't just discard it as a buzzword that's now starting to have meaning, but it's now a word that can be used to identify certain patterns, certain um, trends and possibilities, and and possibly dangerous dangerous, uh, behavior in terms of substance abuse and things like that. So then how do we do? do? So the question is, what do we now do? Yeah, articles are being written, but what can... We do, and I so honestly, I don't think there can be an answer here and now, but it's just yeah. a question. Like, what the- if it was an offer, we for sure, maybe that would have been like, or proud of that. And there's your answer. But I feel like you know, having conversations like this help especially like when you know when if you take it out of the jokey jokey like you know you were saying like the first time you came across the word was like you know as memes and things like that i think when we take when we realize like those articles that you know adulting is linked to some serious and darker issues for those who you know are surprised by you know the weight of it you know like some of the things that they said you know in terms of like finances people struggling financially and people you know struggling with finding work and things like that so if we remove it from that joking realm if i should call it that and now bring it into serious conversations like you said like maybe institutions doing it maybe like some religious or non-profit organizations you know doing it and making it you know because it is a serious thing and even where they say uh, charity begins at home so even parents or guardians you know having these conversations with you know with their words or with their children though adulting is like you're not always going to get your way with stuff just because you're you're crying or you're banging doors or banging tables you know it doesn't work like that so i feel like that's one of the little ways that it can ease people you know i don't know that's what i think but the next thing i wanted to ask you is about Okay, so I don't know if you've heard of this phrase before called unlearning. Have you heard of that before? Unlearning? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard it before. Unlearning just, okay, if there's anyone listening that doesn't, so unlearning just basically means like um, things that maybe you have held on to as a belief and um, you reached a point in your life where you just really looked at it and you just realized, no, I don't think this is, this is working for me, or I'm going to put this aside, or I'm, you know. So usually what happens when one is moving into that, or one has moved into adulting, is you unlearn a lot of things, because from having your parents or whoever being responsible for you and telling you about yourself, you move into a place where you start telling yourself about yourself, and you start discarding some things that no longer fit with 
your own perception of yourself or where you're going. So is there anything like you have, you've had to, you've unlearned in this process of adulting, whether, you know, just or anything? Well, that's a good question. I can't, I can't say I can point to anything right now. When you're asking the question, mm -hmm. I kind of knew where you were heading and I was really trying to think. And I don't want to come up as being overly laid back, but I haven't actually... Okay, I've unlearned something. Yeah, I've unlearned something. So I found out, to my surprise, that um, I had I have a pride, uh, pride issue uh, in marriage. I used to tell my wife um, early in our marriage that I don't have any shame. And I meant it in the, in the sense that I don't have high shoulders, not in the sense of I don't have some form of decorum or integrity yeah. or yeah. self-value. Yeah. Self yeah. um, but then I realized when I was going through some really hard times, uh, yeah. when I lost my job at some point, I realized that certain actions I took and certain decisions I made were, were coming from a place of the pride and protection aspect that I thought, uh, you know what, I do not have. So I've had mm. to unlearn certain, in quotes, certain lies I've told myself so I can come up looking better to people. Because yeah. you know what they say, you tell a lie long enough, you start to believe it. I honestly thought yeah. that I had no shame in that regard. Like, I wasn't a proud person. But mm. when that happened, it sort of opened my eyes and I started to see other things I do that to the untrained eye, they may think, oh, this is a humble person. But mm. I who know the truth know there was nothing humble about what I was doing. So mm. I've, I've had to, and, and why this is closely tied to adulting is because marriage is part of adulting. Because I believe yeah. I was going to even uh, try to have a conversation on what are the what are the indicators, or what are ringers or markers that you can say, okay, the person is this, they're probably experiencing adulting. For example, abuse marriage. So if the person yeah. has a child, they're probably adulting. If the person has a job, yeah. and, and if, if there's a reason exactly. that, so anyways, we can do that later in another episode of this one. What yeah. I'm trying to say to answer your question is, yes, I've had to unlearn the, the thing, the, the path where you lie to yourself, where you tell yourself you're okay when you're not. You know, yeah. I was in a, I'll end with this. I was in a business call today, and one of the senior vice presidents was saying, a lot of people are different and some people internalize. And I realized that I internalize a lot. So mm. what people see as I let go, I didn't let mm. go, I just internalized it. Mm. And, and mm. it took a longer process for me. I may not bring it up, but I internalized it. And by doing that, I would I would have to deal with it much longer than if I just mm. said it and then you get me. So yeah, I've had to unlearn lying to myself so that I feel comfortable about certain decisions I took that we're yeah. not right. Yeah. yeah. I think for me, one of the things I'm still I'm still in the process of, I don't think I've completely unlearned it, was um just being being conf being confident to express in an emotion that is considered negative. And so an emotion like anger, when you're angry about something. Um, I think because, you know, for the for the longest time, depending on like, you know, how, where you were raised or how you were raised, you know, they're set, and especially like growing up 
Christian, you know, anger is something that you you are basically told is a sin. You know, you you know, so this thing where you say you just internalize, you're upset about something. But for me, because I feel like it is a sin or it is wrong to be angry and express it, I keep it inside the day it doesn't it doesn't do me any good and it doesn't do that other person any good because what then happens is that i become very passive aggressive you know so mm. it's, it's just like you might as well just be angry and let this be over because you know you're just being mm. passive aggressive like the person is wondering like what did i do um so i think for me it's still that process because i came across a very interesting article that really broke down this thing about the shame that people feel because they express anger and it's because they have been told that it is a negative emotion, you know? And um, so it's something that I'm, I'm beginning to get more comfortable with. I mean, I'm not all the way there, you know, but for me, it's, the important thing is that, you know, like the Bible will say, you know, don't let the sun go down on your anger, your anger, do not sin, you know, all those type of things. So there's nothing wrong with being angry. I think it's what you do in your anger that for is what is it you know so for me it's on learning that thing of you're not allowed to express anger and it's like it's okay as long as you know you're you don't end up doing something hurtful in your anger to the other person but it's 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 okay to to be angry and say that you are angry about something. So that's that's my own. So the last thing I wanted us to talk about um, is like what I had said in terms of how, I think we've touched on it, but just like a recap, how, how do you handle your adulting quote unquote challenges? What what are the what are the things that get you through it or what are the things that you do that helps yeah. to make yeah, it look, easy? I just, I just start I just start praying man. I just start praying. Yeah. To be honest, um I, I can be real because your podcast is all about being real and authentic and yeah. as raw as possible. Today I was having a moment uh, when I got back from from work and I was restless. It wasn't I wasn't hungry. I wasn't. I, I, I didn't. I wasn't in need of affection from my wife. I wasn't in need of affirmation from my kids. But I was restless. Something was eating at me to the point my wife was saying that the energy around me was just weird and hostile. And I went into my room and I just started singing songs, like you know, praise songs. And and I just realized that I was just I was just in a place where I was dealing with adulting because I just felt overwhelmed. A lot of decisions needed to be made on mm. different topics. And I just thought about too many moving parts. And I couldn't yeah. piece them all together. Mm. And I just was singing praises and all that. And all of a sudden, it was hard at first. I think I was almost maybe seven or eight minutes in when I realized that, oh, okay, I feel a bit better. I feel a bit lighter. Uh, I, I wouldn't say I was out of it completely, but I wasn't feeling mm. as heavy and as, as hostile or like having that feeling of, just everybody just stay away from me. So for me, mm. what works that's why like you hear a lot of people say, I don't know how people without Jesus make it in this life. It just mm. it just feels like a cheat code, but a very good yeah. one to have where you can just enter a room and just surrender it to someone else. You know? Yeah. So that's yeah. what works for me. Whenever adulting gets hard and I feel I don't have the right support around me, like I could I felt I couldn't talk to my wife about it. 
I thought I couldn't mm. talk to family about it. Again, you had alluded to the fact that how you're raised, you know, and especially with men, you're meant to be able mm. to handle so much without showing vulnerability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the only thing that man wonderful was in my prayer room, in my prayer place. I couldn't even pray. I just was singing songs. Just so watch your yeah, well, I you. think for me, I was going to say yes. I th- I think it, mine is 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 the same. I mean, one of the things that has also um, adulted, if I should use that phrase, you know, and coin it with me in this process is I, my 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 relationship with God. The way I perceive Him has changed and has changed. I think in a good way because now it's actually a relationship as opposed to something you are, you know, when they ask you in a form, you know, Christian or Muslim or, you know, you know, it's not just something you take. It's now like a way of life. And I think that actually helps because it feels like not only are you talking to someone who, who can, you know, carry the weight of whatever it is you're carrying, but it's that ease that comes from the fact that you can be as real. I mean, there are some things that, you will, you will say but in the place of prayer that you can't even say to the to the whoever is the human being that says to you you know um so for me that 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 helps you know prayer helps um something again that you you talked on earlier is having good a good community of people around you as well that are going through similar you know phases of life like you and you can just knowing that you are not alone because sometimes mm-hmm. when, you, when you get into that corner where you feel i'm the only one that is going through this nobody else you know has this problem why is this happening to me you know everything just starts you know blowing out of proportion you know and you start feeling like you're being bullied and you're being attacked but when you're having you have other people that you can actually be open with and be like man this is tough and then the person says ah, it is tough but you know and you guys encourage each other or maybe they have already passed space you are so they can tell you you know like if you're someone who for example is looking for work and you're talking to someone who has been in that season of not having work and they finally got work just talking with them and they tell you yes you know it's challenging is this but you can look at them and they can say look at me you know i came through that god came through and everything worked out so that also helps with the hard parts you know of adulting and um another thing i will say is you know in the bible when um uh, Elijah went under the tree and he started, you know, was crying when he was hiding from, running from Jezebel and he was saying to God, oh, I'm the only one left and this, 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 you know, and he, after he, you know, did all that, he slept off and the angel of the Lord came and woke him up and gave him food. And I always found it interesting, you know, that, you know, he was, he was something physical, was done first before the spiritual thing was done to speak to him and say you know okay this is what you're going to do this is the next thing I feel like sometimes with adulting when it gets hard I think give yourself a break like rest like if you need to sleep that day if you need to watch Netflix for like two hours straight if you just need to be pressing your phone, you know, and going from Instagram to Twitter and back, you know, for like 30 minutes. Like sometimes I think it's 
do do the thing that feeds you physically so to speak like give yourself rest um because you can't be on all the time and i think sometimes being being in this adulting space you're constantly on you there's a decision that has to be made there's something you have to do there's a bill that has to be paid there's a child that is sick there's a you know there's just something happening and so when you have when you can give yourself a break i think it's good to give yourself you know a break for however long you need it just you know, um, what's that phrase they say? Decompress, you know, and then get back into it. So for me, I think those are the three things. I mean, I only, I, I've not really, tr- I think I should try this last one I just said, because I don't really do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, but these, these are the three things that, um, yeah, that come to mind. Okay, so before I let you go, final words for the person who, is adulting like being having a hard time in the adulting thing just like if if um they didn't for some reason everything we've said prior to this time was wiped out and they could only catch this last thing that would say what would it be breathe put one foot in front of the other when it doesn't seem clear take your time there is no rush, there is no hurry. Um, and you're not alone. You're not alone. Yeah. So one step in front of the other. Breathe. Whenever anything is confusing, take your time. Think it through. Ask for help. Ask for help. Ask for help. Ask for advice. And mm. you are not alone. No matter how much you think you are, you are not alone. Thank you so much. I hope you had fun hanging out with me on Transition. Yeah, I'm going to put you on my podcast. That's how much I'm <laughs> All right. Thank, Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Transition Thank you. family, for having me. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Bye. So there you have it. What is hard? The reality of adulting. I think my own final words for this uh, would be rest. I think, like I said, you know, is one of the things I don't do. I'm constantly on, I'm constantly having one thing or the other. I'm worried about whether it's finances, whether it's career, you know, whatever it is, there's, there's always something I'm so on about mentally and it's emotionally, you know, can get so draining and overwhelming. And I think giving yourself a break, you know, we live in a world where you have to be constantly doing, that you're doing constantly is like you're validating your existence. Um, But I think that there's something to be said about giving yourself a break, whether it's 30 minutes, whether it's one hour, and sometimes whether it's for a whole day, just giving yourself a break to unwind to decompress to just to rest um and that that will be and of course pray you know especially if you're a christian i mean there's that goes without saying you know just praying about whatever it is that has you feeling overwhelmed and just burdened and just just resting just physically resting spiritually resting by just leaving it all up to god 
um, it's a process. So I'm not even saying this as someone who has, you know, accomplished and done that. And, you know, I'm still trying to afford the T-shirt, you know, but I think it's a good place for you and I to start. Um, so until next time, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you.